Yeah. 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 Hall of Famer, how did you not know? Championship, about to win a Super Bowl. Hands in the stands, love it when I'm in the show. Touchdown, then celebrate, cause I'm high. Breeze on my feet, running around for a day. Shotgun, wildcat, I know all the play. Should've been a quarterback, you see me in the game. I was once champion, and I just want to reign. MVP, I'm the best on the list. Journey team, cause we headed to the ship. Are you kicking that attack? Is the frustration. You looking at a champ, looking at a champ, hey, all I do is win, all I do is win, you looking at a champ, hey, we going to the ship, we going to the ship, we going to the ship, hey, all I do is win, you looking at a champ, you looking at a champ, hey, all I do is win, looking at a C-H-A-M-P, every time I do it, make it look easy, better be prepared when you come from. Thanks for tuning in to the episode two of the Sugar Rights Podcast. I gotta admit, it's good to be back a week later. Um, I had been on a little bit of a break from radio um, as I had been down and out with uh, with some illness, but um, but on the comeback trail, so to speak. So, with that being said, there are a couple of topics that I want to talk about today that I I feel that we have to address head on. Because the more I think about it, the more I become really aggravated, and the more I see it on Twitter, and the more I see it on social media, the more I begin to realize there is absolute truth to this. And I'm talking about the Boston sports radio coverage of the Boston Bruins. Now, as one who is in the radio industry, as a radio host, you can catch me on the airwaves, um, on 91.5 FM WMFO and as well as nationally on the TuneIn Radio app wherever you are in the United States and even across the globe on WMFO.org. I find that the Bruins don't get the same coverage and the same press the way that the Patriots do, the Sox do, and even the Celtics. And I know for a fact that I'm not the only one who has noticed this. But I do know this for a fact that it's been a an outcry on social media and especially on Twitter where I decided that today was going to be the day that I decide to air out my grievances. Now, this is a direct calling out of the talent and the producers on WEI as well as 98.5 The Sports Up. Especially 985 the Sports Up, considering that they are the flagship station of the Boston Bruins. Love the station, tremendous work that they do. Big fan, and I certainly hope to to end up working there one day myself. But my issue with the Boston Sports Radio landscape is why isn't there enough coverage of the Boston Bruins? Why? Because, ladies and gentlemen, we live in a city and a region in which that all four teams are fortunate to be contending year in and year out for championships. After all, for those who who live in Boston and greater Boston, even New England, you're fortunate to say that Boston is the city of champions. And rightfully so. But what if one one of the local teams are not getting the coverage that they should? 
especially if they happen to have the best record in the league. Like, case in point, I go on Twitter today, and I see one of the tweets that read following Twitter into 98.5, and first thing that pops up, Tom Brady talk. And it's March 3rd. There's no talk of the Boston Bruins, who, by the way, have a big game tonight in Tampa Bay against the Lightning. And they're number one in the NHL in points. As in, they're currently leading the league in terms of points and their opportunity to win the President's Trophy. I don't understand that. That you are a city that has a long withstanding tradition of having an original six franchise and you don't cover them the way that they should, especially the year after they coming off a Stanley Cup final appearance and the fact that they are on top of the NHL standings. Why? And I don't understand that. And I speak on this topic as both a hockey fan and as well as a longtime fan of the Boston Bruins. And Boston is the ultimate sports city in the country, no question. But why does it feel like that at times that the Bruins, in terms of the coverage, seemingly are treated as if they are a stepchild? Allow me to explain. When you tune into WEI or 98.5 The Sports Up, those are the two local sports radio stations in Boston. You are more likely to hear Patriots, okay, fair enough, Tom Brady, especially now, with the whole free agency drama and so forth, then you are likely to hear about the Bruins. You may hear a segment about the Bruins, and that's really it. All of the other airtime goes towards the Patriots and Tom Brady, all this saga, as well as the Celtics. In their season thus far. And of course the Red Sox. In which that. Frankly no one really knows what to. Really expect of this team this season. And that's just the truth. So my whole thing is. To both stations. Why? What is it with. The lack of discussion. On the radio airwaves. In terms of the Boston Bruins. Especially now here we are. One month before the Stanley Cup playoffs begin. The Stanley Cup playoffs begin for the NHL on April 8th. And the Bruins are number one in the NHL. And they have a pretty darn good chance of making another run for the Stanley Cup this spring. So why aren't they given, or getting the air coverage that they should and that they deserve to be getting? I think there's a problem in this city. In terms of the sports radio coverage. I understand that the Patriots are their king. I fully understand that. 100%. Not going to challenge that. The Red Sox. Okay. I get that. And the Red Sox fans know. Without any explanation needed. There's a strong passion for the Red Sox. In this region. And across New England. That's a fact. However. My issue is. When you have a team that's doing as well as they are, like the Boston Bruins, coming off a devastating loss 
in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals last spring to the St. Louis Blues, the game that it was that they should have won, they're barely getting any type of press coverage in terms of the radio. Of course, you got the Boston Globe that do tremendous coverage of the Boston Bruins. You have the Boston Herald. They do, they do a good job of covering the Bruins as well. But what I sincerely don't understand for the life of me is this. Is that when you have two of the best radio stations in the United States right here in this region. Right here in Boston. They're not getting the coverage that they should be. I don't understand that. And there's Bruins fans out there. And I know for a fact. That are really irritated and aggravated. And rightfully so. You can't sit here and tell me they don't they don't have a right to complain and be upset and, and aggravated when the Bruins have really been the big story thus far in the 2019-2020 winter season for a season that has been filled with bitter disappointment in regards to the New England Patriots. Let's face it. They were 12 and 4, but that 12 and 4 is very very unconvincing. And it doesn't help the fact that they ended up losing in the wild card round in the manner in which they did. And the Bruins have carried all of us up until this point where, hey, after all, we are as good as any elite team in the NHL. And they are. And, and it doesn't help that, number one, if you look at their rivals in the league, yeah, Washington, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh. All of those teams have gotten better. But with the news that Steven Stamkos is going to miss six to eight weeks getting surgery on his core muscle, that even opens the door now for the Bruins to really make their mark and make a deep run. Because frankly, even without Steven Stamkos, I feel like the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Boston Bruins are on the same level. They are. But without Stephen Samkos for the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Bruins, without question, they are. They are on the same level as the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're even the even keel. The only difference, the Bruins are a better defensive team. And the numbers don't lie. So, with all of that being said, I wonder, what will it take for the Boston sports radio scene to really get better in terms of the discussion for the Boston Bruins on a daily basis. I'm not talking only when like, oh, the Bruins are on a hot streak or it's the Seneca playoffs, so we got to talk about the Bruins. No. I'm talking about when puck drops in early October and the season is, is progressing the way that it is. And also, not to mention, when we get to January, February, and here we are in March, where the talk and the discussion should be ramped up in regards to the Boston Bruins. I'm not saying that you should not talk about the Patriots. No. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be talking about the Boston Celtics. No. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the Boston Bruins need to have equal footing in regards to 
the way that they're covered and that they're discussed and that they're discussed in the city. That's a fact. They should. And it, and it really blows my mind sincerely that how the hell are we at this point that the Bruins are where they are in the standings and somehow there's still a footnote. I want to give you an actual case in point. Like yesterday, I was listening to the Sports Up and they were talking about you know, the Bruins as, as part of you know, Reentry Monday on the Felgrim Mass program. And personally... I enjoyed the fact that they were talking about the Bruins, but it was like they were just only talking about it for maybe, what, 10 minutes at a time. They talk about it in spurts. But my criticism is this. Why the hell are you waiting on just waiting until you get to the Stanley Cup playoffs and the deep run that the Bruins made last, last spring was absolutely amazing. And the way that the Brewers were talked about in this city, especially on the radio airwaves. It was amazing. I loved every minute of it. But why do we have to wait until that point? I get that. Okay, you have Sunday skates. You have the hockey show. I get that. But I feel like for the Bruin fan, it wish that. I strongly feel like there is no fan base in this city that's more passionate about their team than the Boston Bruins. You can make a legitimate argument on that. In which, that their team is not really talked about the way that they should. And I'm frustrated. I'm sick of it. So much so that today I decided to make an episode talking about it extensively. You go to other hockey cities in the United States, especially cities that you have original six franchises. Toronto, for example. I know we're talking about Canada, and Canada is hockey. Simply put, no questions asked. However, Toronto, you're talking about the Maple Leafs. Montreal is the Canadiens. Detroit, you, you got the Red Wings. And I know in New York, you got the Rangers and so forth. But to me, Boston is the ultimate hockey city in the United States. And you have plenty of people in the hockey media who can agree to that. But if you were to turn on the radio in Boston and listen to the local sports talk radio at either station, you will find that, oh... They're talking about the Patriots. Okay, fair, fine. I get that. They're talking about the Sox, the Celtics. And but what about the Bruins? And they'll talk about it. But like I said, they're talking about it maybe sparingly at times. Unless they are the hot topic of the Boston sports scene like they were last spring. And that really irritates me. Because the hardcore Bruin fan deserves better. They deserve a lot more than what they've got. And it's unfair. It's unfair to think that the Bruin fan can turn on the sports talk radio locally across New England and the first topic of conversation isn't about the Bruins, especially if we're talking about current events, by the way, just keeping that in mind that Okay, the Tom Brady saga is one thing. I'm not complaining about the Tom Brady discussion and so forth. Yes, it is a big story. I'm not in disagreement with that. 
But if we're going to be real, they got to come a point where it's like, okay, let's flip the page and talk about the Bruins and the, and, and the fact that they're number one in the NHL. They have a damn good chance of hoisting the Stanley Cup if all goes their way during the Stanley Cup playoffs, as well as as well as everything else in between. What I'm saying is there's got to be a balance. There's got to be a balance somewhere. There's got to be a balance here and there in terms of what teams will talk about because there can't be an imbalance. And I really hope that that radio stations are actually paying close attention to this. And they should be. And I'll say this again. The Patriots, I get it. They've earned their, their mark as the number one team in this market. I get it. But you also got to give credit to where credit also deserves. The Bruins have given you a lot to talk about. And for that, they should be the topic of conversation amongst a lot of the sports talk hosts on a regular basis on the locals on the local radio. And that's a fact. And that's a fact. And that's something that I strongly stand by. And I think they can do a lot better on. Which is why my radio show, The Strictly Right Show on 91.5 FM WMFO, really takes that, that, that fan base that is yearning for Bruins hockey talk. Passionate, unrivaled, and unadulterated Boston Bruins hockey talk and be able to talk about it with the masses. And I know that's something that this city is absolutely craving for. For a fact, without question. The next story that I want to talk about is the article that came out for Yahoo Sports last night that I actually got the notification on my phone. And this was beautifully written by Hannah Kayser. Pardon me if I botch up the pronunciation. Hannah Kayser of Yahoo Sports. This came out last night. And the title of the article is MLB Risk Losing Casual Fans with Shuffling Streaming Rights and TV Blackouts. And there was something that she wrote in this article that really got me thinking that, you know what, she's right. She's absolutely right. And I feel this is something that is absolutely worth talking about. And we're going to talk about this in great lengths. Now, I will say this. Whether if you're a Yankees fan, a Red Sox fan, Cubs fan, Reds fan, Mariners, Rangers, Astros, doesn't matter. But if there's one thing that we all can agree on as baseball fans, and that is that baseball does an absolutely terrible job marketing its sport and marketing its best players. Now, with that being said, this is the excerpt from the article that, that Mrs. Kaiser wrote, and I want to give her a shout out because she did a really great job with this, with this particular topic. And I'm going to read to you the part that really stood out to me. They were lashing out against the absurdities of certain far-ranging and overlapping blackouts that leave pockets of the country unable to watch as many as six different teams on the app, sometimes despite having no actual option to watch those games on local cable, or else they were lamenting the more intrinsic common issue of wanting to cut the cable cord while continuing to watch their hometown team, alienating people who have that kind of fervent eagerness to engage with baseball specifically by preventing 
from doing so seemed like the epitome of MLB's off-short-sighted self-sabotage. It felt urgent. Here's what happened to that story. Someone at, at actual MLB Baseball suggested that I just get YouTube TV in addition to my MLB TV subscription. I did that and it solved my personal problems with excess in almost every game for all 30 baseball teams. And so I didn't write that story in part because the solution seems simple enough, but more honestly because pretty quickly the idea of not being able to consume enough baseball content seemed very far away from my life. But now, YouTube TV might not have Yankees games this year because it has been unable to reach an agreement with Sinclair Broadcast Group, which last year purchased 21 regional sports networks, 14 or of which are the local outlet for MLB teams and the right to control Yankees and Cubs distribution. Yes Network's website says it is, quote-unquote, not optimistic about its future on YouTube TV and suggests switching to a different streaming service. Probably that's what I'll do, adding the 55 per month Hulu with live TV to my growing collection of subscription streaming services. It's a luxury and necessity of this particular job, end quote. That's, that's it right there. That's it. Baseball knows it has a problem with marketing. It has a problem with marketing itself. So how in the hell are you supposed to create new fans and garner new interest in the game if you can't even watch the sport in your own home territory? Like, it's it's mind-boggling to me that, for example... That for those that live in New York, I'm going to use New York as an, as an example. Because there are plenty of others I'll get to. That in New York, for example, you have YouTube TV. And I myself, I am a YouTube TV subscriber. 100%. That's how I'm able to watch my, my, my local sports teams like the Patriots. Especially the Bruins and Red Sox games on Nesson. As well as my, boss, my Boston Celtics on NBC Sports Boston. How is it that you're... you're that you're trying to grow the sport and grow the fan base of your of your league if fans can't even watch their own local sports, their own local teams. Like, I don't understand for the life of me how in the hell that Major League Baseball has its own head up its ass that you can't even figure out your own blackout issues. Like, if you are an MLB TV subscriber... Now, I want to put this out there as a, as a true true story. I, myself, have been a subscriber to MLB.TV on and off since 2007. True story. When I was a first-time subscriber in, t- in the 2007 season, and then when this is when I was in New York during that summer of 07, and I was also living in New Jersey as a high school student, I quickly realized that I couldn't watch the New York Yankees. Why? Because you're in New York and you're in the local broadcasting territory. Oh, that sucks. And you also can't watch the New York Mets as well because obviously in New York, you have the Yes Network and SNY. 
both the, the respective local regional sports networks for the, both the Yankees and the Mets, respectively. I'm like, okay. I didn't quite understand at that time, but the older I've gotten, the more it really makes sense now as to why. But here's the issue. If you want fans to be able to tune in and the ratings are going down and Major League Baseball knows this, why the hell would you not make the sport more accessible for the casual fan to watch and enjoy? I really don't, I don't get it. To me, it sounds like Major League Baseball is more concerned with trying to make the the broadcasting groups of these regional sports networks happy by forcing fans to actually go and get cable. But here's the reality, Major League Baseball. You have to understand that. Oh, by the way, you are... Becoming a dying breed. A dying sport. And people are not willing to spend on cable anymore. Why do you think that the rise of streaming services have been so absolutely relevant in today's times? Think about it. Holo TV. YouTube TV. YouTube TV started three years ago. And it, it has been a blessing, an absolute blessing for fans like myself, for example, that I can watch my local teams without having to subscribe to the cable. YouTube TV, for example, there's no contractual obligation. You pay $58, $58 and some change on a monthly basis, and you keep it pushing. So to me, it's like the best thing that could happen without being hogged down to a contractual obligation. And and the fact of the matter is, even cable television, to some extent, is dying. To some extent, is dying. And for a sport that's struggling with ratings, with its image, especially in the aftermath... Of the Astros cheating scandal? And even trying to market its stars? To me, it's absolutely asinine and moronic that Major League Baseball hasn't figured out that, hey, it would be a good idea to make it more accessible for, for the casual fan to watch their teams. And even for a baseball junkie like myself, I love being able to watch all 30 Major League teams. Hell, even if the Seattle Mariners suck, and they're in last place. I stole tuning in to watch last night. Case in point. I tuned in to the Oakland A's and the Chicago Cubs game on MLB Network live because I love baseball. And yes, it's spring training, but baseball is my heart and soul. So if you are Major League Baseball and you so-called care remotely about trying to grow the sport as you claim to be, and it's not only just growing it within the inner cities, I think you need to wake the hell up and get your head out of your ass and figure out a way to make the game more accessible and more watchable. And we're not talking about, oh, the three-league, the three-pitcher minimum for, for relievers, or we're not talking about, oh, trying to increase the pace of play. 
those are all fine and dandy. But how about make your make your game more accessible to watch? Man, I, I don't understand how Major League Baseball can continue to not understand and get that in order to grow your sport, you have to understand that you need to be able to make your sport more marketable by making it more watchable. But that that starts with being able to even watch the game in the first place. Now, if you're someone who lives in North Carolina or someone that lives down south, there's no reason why you should that you should be blacked out from watching six different teams if you live in Tennessee or North Carolina because you happen to live in the broadcast territory of the Atlanta Braves or even the St. Louis Cardinals or the Cincinnati Reds. It's asinine. It's completely asinine. And this was something that that really I'm glad that this article came out when it did. And it doesn't help that the Toronto Blue Jays and their fans in Canada are going through a major, major, major crisis right now in terms of being able to watch the games. Now, in case if you haven't heard, and this was made news about about a week or so ago, and I caught one of this, um, in I believe it was in the Athletic. Yeah, it was, I believe it was, it was in the Athletic, in which that MLB TV has decided that they were going to black out Toronto Blue Jay games throughout Canada, and that basically that the only way you going to be able to stream Blue Jay games on Sportsnet, which is available nationally in Canada only. Is to purchase some sort of a subscription or streaming service that's powered by Roger Sportsnet. And when I saw this, and there were screenshots of angry reactions and frustrated Blue Jay fans and Canadian baseball fans, and I when I saw the reactions, I'm like, you must want your sport to die. And the Blue Jays are the only team in Canada, the only Canadian baseball team in Canada remaining. And they have a passionate fan base, not just only in Toronto or Greater Toronto or, you know, or, even, or even just in Ontario. That's nationwide. How can you market your sport if, it's, if you can't even watch the games? How can you grow your sport if your top stars are not even marketed? How can... You increase ratings for your sport if fans are blacked out in their own home broadcast territory. Does that make any sense? It doesn't make any sense. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, I'm incredibly frustrated and incredibly angry with Major League Baseball right now. In this regard, you can't grow your sport if you can't watch it. No eyeballs, no revenue, and no revenue leads to a plethora of other problems for Major League Baseball. And that'll do it for today's episode of the Sugar Rights Podcast. It's been an absolute blast 
doing this episode. And I hope you enjoy it. You can follow me on Twitter at Shukri Writes at S-H-U-K-R-I-W-R-I-G-H-T-S. You can follow me on Instagram at S Writes underscore S Writes Radio underscore S W R I G H T S R A D I O underscore Thank you to all of you who have listened. This is Shooking Rights Podcast. You can catch me on the radio airwaves on 91.5 FM, WMFO in Medford, and as well as the Tuning Radio app. And thanks for tuning in, and I'll talk to you guys next time. You looking at a champ. You looking at a champ. Hey, all I do is win. All I do is win.